Hi, I'm Emma, and this is a podcast from Radboud University called Bottle Up. In each episode, I talk to a guest about things you might struggle with as an international student. In this episode, I speak with Katharina about the struggle of trying to fit in in a different culture. Let's be open about our struggles. Cheers to the things we bottle up. Hi, Katharina. Nice that you're here. Um, how are you doing? Hi, I'm actually doing great. Thank you for inviting me. Well, of course, it's our pleasure. Um, tell me something about yourself to start with. Okay, so my name is Katharina Resita Ardiana. My friends and family call me by my nickname, Rere, actually, or by my first name, Katharina, because it's quite hard for the internationalists to pronounce my nickname. And I'm an international student, an exchange student from Indonesia. And I'm here for around six months from August until the end of January. Oh, you're almost leaving. Yeah, it's so sad though. How, yeah, how does that make you feel? Um, it actually gives me mixed feelings because I kind of miss my home country in terms of my friends, family and also the food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to leave Nijmegen because it feels homey at the same time and I really love the atmosphere here, the international students, sorry, and also the educational program here. I just love it. Yeah, but what are you studying actually? (laughs) Uh, I'm taking multiple different courses from different faculties, so no particular bachelor or something. Like I take introduction to AI, societal impact of AI, and I also take media content, intercultural communication, so it's a mix of everything. Oh, so what do you study back home, or is that also a mixture of everything? Mm, Back home, I study accounting, and I'm on my third year right now. Okay, but cool that you can do all the different courses here. Oh, I'm kind of a bit struggling though because oh. it's so different. But at the same time, it was quite nice and insightful. But what are you struggling with? Like, mm, I mostly struggle in the AI courses and also uh, the media content course. Mm-hmm. For the AI, it is mostly because it is something new for me. Imagine an accounting student studying AI. It's like, it's so new. Yeah, it must be tough. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I quite enjoy it, especially the societal impact of AI. Because I believe at one time in the future, it will be quite beneficial for me because AI will become more integrated in human life, right? Mm -hmm. Um, For the media content one, oh, I really struggle in this this course because... um, it speaks a lot about perspective. Yes. And from people like me who come from an accounting study or a scientific study, which is quite objective, mm-hmm. it is hard for me to do the subjective courses because I. it is quite hard for me to grasp what the lecturers want me to do and how they want me to answer mm-hmm. the assignment. And that's why I... I at quite a low score on most of my oh. assignments actually yeah but yeah I think I'll manage those somehow but would you say that 
it's different for you to interpret things here because you have a different cultural background? Perhaps yes, because back in Indonesia, um, the teachers will grade us based on what we know, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Like if we try to answer the questions as far as we give progress, they will they will give us like maybe a little score or something. But here, even though we try to answer it, um, even if we try to answer it, but the answer is not that that suitable with mm-hmm. the lecturer's thinking. Mm-hmm. What the lecturer is thinking, they will give you quite a low score. So it's yeah, it's quite different here and in Indonesia or how I inter- I interpret what the lecturers means in terms of that. Okay, and apart from education things um how is your exchange so far it was great actually i met a lot of new people and they're all fun also mm, participated in different activities and mm-hmm. i really like how Redbout university has numerous programs for international students like the global night the other day mm-hmm. and also all the workshops and the sports center, it is quite amazing for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, you mentioned the workshops. And uh, the first thing that pops into my mind is that you participated in the bottle up workshop. Yeah, guys, we had a workshop. Um, yeah. And during that workshop, uh, you mentioned that you had a very fun time, but that you also could struggle from time to time with... Yeah, the challenge of making new friends, of course, since you have to start over again when you enter a new country. How is that going right now? Well, mm, I would say it's going gradually better. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, I started to participate in different activities just to mingle with new friends. And even though maybe I cannot make that many friends but at least I can make some friends that are quite close with me okay and why wouldn't you be able to make many friends Mm, perhaps because mm, we have a very different culture like here uh, if I'm not mistaken people mingle like in clubs or in parties right but back in Indonesia we don't really have that many parties, at least the clubbing parties mm-hmm. like that. So I think, mm, and I'm not the type of a party person myself, so I try to find friends who have more common interest with mm-hmm. me. And yeah, it's quite it's just quite hard because a different culture. And where do you meet? Friends in Indonesia? In Indonesia? Mm-hmm. Mm, mostly in campus and in organizations on the campus, actually. Okay, but do you feel out, feel like you're missing out then since you're not really the party type of girl? Um, at one time, actually, yes. Because uh, before I got here... 
I dreamt of making a lot of new international friends and I was hoping to have a strong relationship, a friendship, strong friendship mm-hmm. bond. Even until I go back to Indonesia, we still like get in touch. Yes. But um, it makes me quite sad because until now, I still don't have that many friends that I can keep in contact with. But um, I treasure some of them who are close to me right now. Mm-hmm. And where comes the idea from that you want to be in touch still? Like, is that because you appreciate those kind of friendship or because you feel like, oh, if you go abroad, then you should be having lasting friendship, if you know what I mean? Okay. Um, it's mostly because I appreciate that friendship because um, even though I'm not a party person, I'm quite a social person myself and I really want to just, I don't want to let that bond just go away even though like we are going to be miles apart. And I really love that I have friends that have different perspectives than me mm-hmm. and perhaps every now and then they can remind me of what I once go through. Yeah, to keep the memories alive. To keep the memories alive, true. I get that. But... In moments when you tend to feel sad about Mm -hmm. this, how do you manage? Mm, I would say I would get in touch with the friends that I have. Some of them that are quite close to me. And I I will also think that mm, sometimes it's okay if you don't manage to secure that friendship bond mm-hmm. with many people because what's more most important to me is those who stick to me even though I'll go back to Indonesia soon right like that do I make sense <laughs> yeah Wait. It, it, it does but I'm just thinking for myself because I went abroad as well mm-hmm. and I can imagine that um, if you go abroad that it feels like oh, I should be having those kind of friendships, even though you already have them back at home. So why would you want to have long-lasting friendships Mm -hmm. if you already have them? Do you know what I mean? Oh, Mm, mostly it's because they, once again, remind me of my memories and also gives me new perspectives. Like, mm, if I just go around with my Indonesian friends, it will be just just like that. We have like the same culture. Okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. But if I have international friends also, I'll also get to know their culture and how they think differently than me. And it will also give me new insights and new perspectives as well, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the people you have right here, right now, mm-hmm. how did you meet them? Well... Uh, most of them, I met them through the orientation week. Mm-hmm. It really helps, the yeah. orientation week. And also uh, in classes. Yep. Okay. And the moments that the thought comes into your mind, like, oh, I don't have that many friends around here. Um, does that make you feel like you're failing in some way? Mm. At one point, maybe yes, 
because like I said, I really wanted to make friends before before I even got here. But on the other side, I know that mm, it's human because the difference in culture, you cannot like push yourself too much if you want to get that many friends. Like, for example, I'm not a party person and I cannot just push myself to be one just because I want to have more friends. Yeah, and I don't even have to guarantee that they will stick to me till the end, even mm-hmm. though I'll go back to Indonesia. So I just cherish what I get. And be kind to yourself. Right yeah, and be kind to myself. It's already hard with the Dutch grading system. I don't want to um, push myself a lot more with that burden, mm-hmm. making friends. Well, at least I have some of my friends like that. That's quite enough. And apart from the, the party uh, mm-hmm. thing, what are other differences cultural-wise, would you say? Mm, cultural-wise to the Dutch culture? Mm-hmm. Mm, there's this one about punctuality. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, in Indonesia, we are more flexible. Because we... Mm, let's say we set the time at one at 12:30 for example it is okay if we start like around 10 or 15 minutes late because we know that in advance that that will happen and we are somehow okay with it because uh, at one point if we are on time in one specific event we might be late in the other event so we are like okay it happens to people and it's like human yeah but here i noticed that everything is very punctual (laughs) like the class even the workshops and just everything and even the transportation so it's quite hard for me to like adjust because yeah i at the first time at the first in the first week i i was late to classes i also missed the buses and also the train <laughs> so like yeah it's it needs a bit of adjustment yeah okay um maybe a totally different question mm-hmm. but i'm very interested in failure of course oh yeah back in indonesia could you tell us something about how you approach failure like what is that what does that concept mean to you mm. That's a tough question, but I would say um, in Indonesia and actually most Asian countries, people have this high expectation on us, yeah. like our families, even our parents and maybe our friends. They expect us to to achieve a certain standard. And for us, if we fail to get that standard, then, yeah, it could mean failure, at least for some parts Mm -hmm. like that. And, for example, in my home university, uh, I studied in University of Indonesia, Mm, we will have this minimum grades, right? Right there, we don't achieve, uh, we don't strive to achieve the minimum, but we strive to achieve the grades. Yeah. We will try to achieve the highest the ones. highest one. 
And the competition is quite hard also. Maybe in here also, but back in Indonesia, we also have a tight competition. And if we get like lower than average, even though the average is like, say, quite high, and we still get above the minimum score, we will still get like pressured. It's not enough. It's not enough. Right? Mm. Yeah. It's mostly like that though, because of the competition and also the pressure we have from our surroundings. Okay. Interesting. And would you say then that failure in Indonesia is something external, that the pressure comes from the outside instead of you putting pressure on yourself? Mm. Well, it's actually uh, a bit of both, but mostly I would say it's the external one because I guess a lot of people, a lot of Indonesian people and Indonesian students really get pressured with their surroundings. And I'm pretty sure if we don't have that many pressure, we will get, we will take things more, more easily and more comfortable in the way that we love to do that. Do I make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you do. <laughs> but it seems funny that you come across as a very flexible, mm-hmm. low-key country. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, you say that you feel pressured within your country about achieving certain goals. Mm. Well, the flexible part is more about like the punctuality but on the, let's say, academia and mm, the professional industry, mm-hmm. mm, it is not that flexible. Like the competition is bigger than the flexible yeah. thing. And how does that make you feel? Like the feeling that you are failing in some point. Have you ever experienced that? That you were below average and you felt like you were failing or you're your environment thought that way about you? Oh yeah, true. Um, because um, I'm not, I don't want to brag, but my university back at home, my home university, is a, one of the best universities in Indonesia. And that's why like they have certain standards, right? And I don't want to be seen as like if people if people see me like, oh she is from this university and why does she get just this score and why does she only performs just this much like that right so yeah it's quite makes me feel pressured and quite frustrated at the same time but it also motivate me to do once again to do better Mm -hmm. but if that doesn't work out the way you want Mm -hmm. how does it make you feel then oh oh i'll get frustrated for a few days and even weeks though mm. and it will get me demotivated and it will make me feel like oh, I don't want to do a lot of things I just want to like rest and heal myself mentally but yeah I guess mm, at one point I'll just get back up again at that and try to find a way on how I can achieve that standard again and how do you manage? It seems hard to get back up again after mm-hmm. weeks of struggling. How do you how do you do that? Mm, I find strength in my friends and families, 
And I also find strength in my goals. Mostly, like, what do I want to achieve? Like, for example, um, I want to work in a certain companies after I graduate, right? And I really need to, like, think of that. and really need to remember that on my lowest point so that, oh, yeah, I cannot just sit still and not doing anything. I really need to get back up again if I want to achieve that. Mm-hmm. Because my future is in my hand right now and nobody can can um, can pave the way for me unless myself do it. Mm. Myself do it, yeah. I think you can be very proud of proud of that. Yeah. I'll I try to though. I'll yeah, it's it's still an adjustment, it's still a struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes. But I'll try to think positively in a lot of different situations. Yeah. And does it help to talk about these things with other people? Because you mentioned that in scenarios in which you are sad about the, the friends thing or when you were feeling down because you f- feel like you failed, mm-hmm. then you find comfort with your friends and family? Yeah, true. Because uh, for me, it is really, really, I would say, encouraging to speak to other people about my problems because um, it is it helps when you know that other people think that it is okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just you. You don't feel like, oh, I'm a failure because like this and that. But it is help. It helps when you hear that people say it's okay. It's it's really hard, and yeah, it's it's understandable if you fail at this certain thing. I thought it's really helped, and um, yeah, uh, they also will also give you courage, and yeah, it's okay. You will go back again, up again. I will help you, and I will go mm-hmm. through it with you. That's really encouraging. Oh, nice! But nice that you feel like that, mm-hmm. and that you're maybe helping other internationals out as well right now by doing this podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank cool. you. Well, as a final question. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you have liked to know before coming to the Netherlands? What I would like to know? Yeah. Ooh. Mm, mostly about how the education here works and also the friendship, actually. Uh, in terms of education, I really want to know uh, what will be the differences between how we do education in Indonesia and how you do education here in the Netherlands and I really well not shocked but I really like that is very different and I'll also find new things that I believe can be implemented in Indonesian universities cool that I believe can help increasing the efficiency of the education back in my home country mm-hmm and in terms of friendship, I really want to know just how Asian friendship differs with European one. Like that. How the different culture. And as a summary, mm-hmm. you would say the difference or the biggest difference is mm-hmm. the party culture. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the most... Um, seeable? What is mm-hmm. it? Yeah, 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 noticeable. Yeah. Noticeable. Of all 
yeah, you do a lot of partying here, and we don't really do a lot of that in Indonesia. And oh, and I also uh, quite a bit shocked with the shops because they close at around five or six. <laughs> well, in Indonesia, we really close at like ten or eleven p.m. So it's like quite hard to find things to do at night unless you go partying. Oh, that, yeah, so it's quite different. Oh, I okay. get it. But you would say that there are some students here who'd like to go to something else than a party with you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. Like the orientation week itself is already kind of party um, centered around parties. Yeah. Um, but okay. I think yeah. you're doing great and very nice that you wanted to share your experience with us. Yeah, really uh, feel happy that I can share and leave some of my memories in the podcast, through the podcast. Yeah, Yeah. I will definitely listen to this podcast every now and then, even though I'll go back to Indonesia soon. That will be like one of my memories. And what is still something you want to do within your last month then? I'm planning on going traveling with my friends to experience another different culture, like from another European countries. And I also uh, want to at least get good grades in the end of the semester. And yeah, maybe say farewell to my international friends that I made here. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, I wish you uh, much fun with traveling and good luck with your exams. Ooh, thank you so Keep much. Keep us posted. Sure. I'm really curious sure. if you will manage. You probably will course i hope <laughs> yeah it's gonna be fine but thank you so much for this uh, conversation and uh, i'll talk to you soon yeah thank you so much for having me thanks for listening to this episode of bottle up next time i'll speak to sarah about the struggle of complete independence while being abroad so until next time 